0: Welcome, everybody, to Hemispheric Fuse, episode 71! 71! Can you believe it? <laughs> I can't, can't believe it. it. I'm a little bit punchy today. My co-hosts are not so punchy. Jason Burke is almost asleep as we speak. Uh, Martin Feld is looking at me like, what has gotten into Andrew today? He's a little bit too excited. A little bit. But he's got a piccolo. <laughs> Martin it's has, true. It's a tiny coffee. Martin has a tiny coffee. It's, he's having a tea party tiny coffee mm-hmm. with all his little friends. Mm. But the reason I'm so punchy is because we have just discovered that November is no longer November gentlemen it's been renamed it is now neat November
1: wow okay cool oh that makes sense so all right I'm I'm feeling like we should workshop the name a little but I, I'm I'm picking it up go ahead How about
2: neat November neat November sounds neater and it's still an ode to the man
1: can I say why can I now that you've done the whole intro can I just walk in on and push you aside and tell everybody what's going on what we have today is a special guest, not only the creator, the owner and chief fun person from the one and only WTF.BBQ is here today. Okay, is that, you're giving me a look. Why are you giving me a look? Is that wrong?
0: No, this is, this is like the RSS thing again, all over again.
1: ORSS.net. Oh, Sorry, my mistake. It's omg.lol, obviously. Everybody knew that from Fember, because everybody celebrates now every year. Welcome, Adam,
3: from O M G. L O L. Hello. Thanks for having me back.
0: Is that the most convoluted introduction you've ever had in
3: any? No, I, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not often introduced to anything, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Simple, complex, convoluted, backwards, it's all good.
2: I think you're sitting there thinking, are they talking about me and when do I get to speak?
3: <laughs> well, Andrew alluded to
1: Neatvember, right? Because before we started, we were given the piece of information that we already knew, obviously, because we're you know, we re- well-researched. We study everyone that comes on the show. We know... We plan
0: this show. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's very well planned. It's very thorough. Uh, a year ago, we had Adam on to talk about Om Galol 1.0. And now... Out of no coincidence, we have him back for Omgalol 2.0, and we wanted to talk about it and chat about it because we all use it. Everybody uses it. Everybody should use it, and we all love it. So why not have him on to talk about omg.lol 2.0 and the many great things that it has to offer?
2: And for those just quickly who haven't heard that episode or don't know Adam's work, Adam, can you give us a rundown on who you are and what omg.lol or omgalol actually is?
3: Yeah, um, well, I'll try. So yeah, I, um, I'm a kind of indie um, software developer. Um, I live in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, which I did not pronounce correctly. Everybody in this area is probably mad at me right now. It's, it's pronounced Louisville if you live in this area. Um, yeah, and I've, I've done this for about three and a half years now, just as a side gig. I have a you know I'm gainfully employed. I have a, a day job. It's kind of a corporate jobby job type thing. Um, and, uh, but this is, this is my passion. This is my sort of hobby project turned, um, nonstop full-time devoted hobby project, uh, (laughs) full-time nights and weekends, I guess. Um, and yeah, I started it, um, about, like I said, three and a half years ago, it started as, uh, really, just with the domain. Um, I, I was just out doing the thing I do, looking for domains, and uh, found this this really neat one. And I was like, "Oh, this would be great for an email address." And started the service really as an email forwarder. Um, and then a week into the service, I said, "Oh, let me tack on uh, like a web page. You could do a web page with it as well." And yeah, those were the humble beginnings—a a simple web page and forwarding your email address. And I've just kind of bolted onto it. It's like the, the Weasley's house in Harry Potter, like just one edition <laughs> after another. And I just keep adding more stuff to it. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I'm going to keep on adding stuff to it. I have a lot of fun with it. I put it out there for people to use. And um, so far, it mainly attracts pretty nice, kind people, um, which is wonderful. I haven't really had to deal with too much riffraff, uh, although there's been a little. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just a fun project that I love working on.
0: Is it my imagination, or in the year intervening since we spoke to you last, has it? It really feels like it's accelerated, and there's sort of becoming a, a bigger awareness of the site. It's sort of, it, I'm not going to say it's mainstream because it isn't, <laughs> but nor Norwich probably would you want it to be? But it feels like there's momentum building around it.
3: There is, yeah. It's it's definitely uh like an organic, a slow, but. Definitely, growy organic growth. I don't know. This is where my my business vocabulary is going to fall apart. The the number is going up on the on the chart. I guess um, I actually made a chart for the first time a couple days ago when somebody urged me to. I I'm not. I'm just all about the development. All about keeping the servers running, keeping the bugs squashed, keeping things going. I, I don't spend nearly as much time on the business side or on the analytics. Um, but somebody said, hey, what's what's the growth activity look like? And so I just plotted that really quickly and simply. And yeah, it's a pretty steady um, increase, which is great. Uh, but no, to your point, Andrew, I I think I'd be kind of freaked out if, if it got overly popular or went overly mainstream. Um, I'm just one person. I get enough email about it as it is um, to kind of keep me pretty busy. And things are pretty well balanced out right now. Um, It'd be cool if more people knew about it and used it. Um, but I, I like the growth rate being where it is. I hope it stays that way somehow.
0: After this podcast, we're going to 10X your growth rate. We're going to have a hockey stick chart. And oh boy, just don't, don't worry up. about
1: the don't worry about the business stuff. We'd never talk about business anything here. So
2: it's completely we, fine. We force it into a corner that comes out <laughs> occasionally, you may know.
1: I think, and Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the term he was looking for is up and to the right. Is that, that's the technical term for what you're looking yeah, that's for?
0: Yeah, that, that's the quadrant we want to be heading okay. into. Yeah, you've got, yeah, unli- we've got a whole, like, you want to get into the blue ocean area,
3: Adam. Blue ocean. Okay. okay. okay.
0: You, you don't want to be competing. You want to find. I'm familiar. There you go. Hey, he's familiar.
3: Familiar with the blue ocean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it
0: seems
2: tautological. Yes. Are, there, are there any other colors for ocean other than a bit of a murky green on a different day?
3: Well, the the premise behind the blue ocean is that you want to avoid the red ocean, Mm -hmm. the the bloody shark infested waters of competition and, and, uh,
2: excuse my ignorance there. And look, just full disclosure for listeners. The three of us here are OMG.lol customers. We very much enjoy it, but this isn't some super freaky sponsor paid relation thing. We just want to have you on the show because we think it's cool. Jason at the beginning before I, I think slightly hijacked it, uh, was mentioning 2.0 things are going on what has happened in omg.lol land why are you here
3: so um yeah so the the service was limping along it was it was the weasley house that i was talking about for the longest time and it it still kind of is but sorry if you're if you're limping
0: sorry to interrupt i told you i was punchy if you're limping martin can probably help you out with the foot (laughs) Oh, God. I knew that was coming. Sorry, carry also, on. I'm so, I'm so punchy today. Uh, also, downward
2: pressure comes from the film, not much support. We'll put his, it that way.
1: His idea of a, of a thing limping along, like <laughs> services should wish to be limping along in that respect. It's, it's very, very
3: good. Limping from a, from a technological standpoint, because basically the the first version of this service was just a whole bunch of things that were kind of glued together in a not so thoughtful way. And um, the rewrite focused on uh, an actual, like, mature, responsible set of APIs that everything is built around. So, um, and it's not 100% perfect, and I wasn't able to, like, stick with the philosophy flawlessly. But in general, almost everything you can do in the UI now, you can also do... um, programmatically with, with an API and the UI uses the very same APIs. And it's, it's a really nice uh, setup overall now with, with the, with that sort of API centricity. And um, it's definitely more reliable. It makes it easier to, to add and build onto things. Um, But also, um, you know, I haven't gotten around to, to coding the API rate limits yet. So it's, this is the problem of being an independent developer: is you just kind of do the best you can with what you have, and there's always more to do. So I want to roll out new features. The last thing I want to do is work on rate limiting. But you know, somebody emailed me the other day and was asking about rate limits, and they were like, "Does this mean we can do anything?" And I'm like, "Kinda, but not really." Um. Yeah, but, but that's what that's what 2.0 is all about.
1: I know Adam's not going to go through the laundry list of everything that's included with omg.lol, so I'm going to do it for him if you'll, if you'll spare me four and a half minutes to go through the list of everything that's included in one of these great services. So he mentioned the email, he mentioned the webpage, which I can't, I'm i trying to remember back to a year. It feels like there were a few more things than just those a year ago, but I don't exactly remember now. There may have been... a. F- Mm, a few other little things tacked on. But since then, we've got status log, which kind of came out of left field a little bit. That was like, I feel like you had the idea on a Tuesday and then like Wednesday it was fully implemented. So that happened (laughs) recently. You've got your paste bin in there. You've got pearls, whatever that stands for. Uh, Email, which we talked about. DNS control over all this stuff. So it's not even just like surface level pretty stuff. There's all this like wacky nerd stuff underneath that you can do switchboard, which I haven't even touched on yet, where you can route things in all kinds of weird ways soon to be a blogging platform as well. <laughs> Cause why not? Uh, it's got IRC in case you remember the 1990s. Uh, it's got Mastodon in case you remember last week. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's maybe not even the whole list, but like that gives you an idea of like the kinds of things and the, the depth at which these things are added, where it's not just, I want to add X, and then you get like a little lowercase X tacked on. It's like, I want to add X, and then like a novel appears the next day. It's it's crazy how well-defined and and just broad these features are when you would not expect that from just especially from something called omg.lol, you expect to show up and there just be like a little animated gif of like cat (laughs) laughing at you or something. And it's like, no, there's all these like hardcore like nerd services, but they're friendly and easy to use for anyone. So I I think that is somewhat of a representation description of what 2.0 is right now. Correct
3: me. if I'm That's really nice, Jason. That's that you're too kind in your description. No, seriously. It's, um, you 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 did a really wonderful job. Pearl, by the way, stands for Permanent URL. There you uh, go. And I did I didn't invent that term. It's a term like older than all of us, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, that's yeah. This this new version on top of the APIs, it does have those those other little bits and bobs that you were talking about there. Um, and I'm really happy uh, with how most of them have turned out. I mean, there's still a million things I want to do. The blogging is going to be really fun. Um. I, I'm doing it mostly because I need a blog. I need something for, for um, release notes. I mean, I'm not much of a blogger. I've tried. I've I've been on microblog. I posted like two things, hated them, deleted them. I'm, I'm not really good at the whole blogging thing. Um, never have been. I've tried. I've tried so many times over the years. Um, but now I I do need a way to like share my own kind of lame serialized content. So. Um, and as usual, it's like, well, if I'm going to use it, I may as well put it out there for others. Um, but I'm a little bit afraid of, about the blogging thing because I've gotten a bunch of emails, I've gotten a bunch of DMs. People are like, oh, tell me more about this. What's it going to do? What features is it going to have? And I'm like, well, it's going to let you put words on a screen. Um, I, I'm i not, I don't intend to compete with any of the other blogging places out there or any of the services that are all grown up and know what they're doing Um this will just be simple, lighthearted, fun. I might try to put a few fun spins on some things if I can figure out a way to do that. But for the most part, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty plain. I guess that's kind of an, an overarching theme for a lot of this stuff. Is it's it's pretty plain. I try to make it fun, but it's it's simple at its core, I guess.
1: So Martin mentioned we all use it. It was and this is all Andrew's fault, right? that we've well, found this to begin with i'm trying it, to remember it, how it this is, happened but it's
0: not really it's not really me so i found it but i didn't find it of my own volition it came through a friend of ours on microblog um <laughs> mike madeira that's oh, how i found about yeah it. okay that's right yeah um, and he was going on about this omg to lol and he's a lovely guy i'm thinking what's he? you know he's he's got pretty good taste and i was like well if he likes it it must be something to it, and I I went to the site and was like, oh, I can see why Mike likes this. There's pink everywhere. It's very colourful, and it's probably not for me. And then I dug into it and I was like, <laughs> actually, this is kind of cool. This is this is nice. This is there's a lot beneath hiding beneath the covers, um, and yeah, it's just. And so then I I think I shared it with you guys. We we talked about it. Adam has become like a good friend. Um, I think, and he's just watching this thing grow. So I think it's awesome. And now I think, and the thing is, I think actually, what what pushed me over the line originally was I'm an economic rationalist. We all know that. Mm -hmm. There we go. He didn't just have a low, low price. He had a stupid price.
1: It was stupid. It's right. still stupid as of right now.
0: He's got a really, really stupid price. So, yeah. reverting back to business corner, I think we need to we need Damn to it. workshop his, uh, you know, his his economic model.
1: Do you think we can convince him to change that by, say, January first, twenty twenty three? Just to throw out an arbitrary <sighs> date. It's a short timeline, but
0: if anybody can do it,
2: <laughs> look. If we can just say this up front, if we let's just get into this, Adam. When you entered the podcast recording studio today, our little virtual room here. Did you come in here seeking business consultation?
3: <laughs> no, um, but <laughs> I said that I will, I will take it where I can get it um, because no, seriously, I, I, I learn so much from, from other people every single day and um, I'm, I'm not very smart with this kind of stuff. So, so seriously, like, bring it on. Um, no, I did. In all seriousness, I, I did, I did have this stupid price going for a while, um, way too long. It's it, and yeah, Jason, like you pointed out, it's it's still going on. Um, <laughs> and, we can uh, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. It's it's <sighs> it's yeah. It's it's a ridiculous price. It's it's priced at what. I don't know. I just, I know all of the, all of the problems, all the cracks, all the flaws and, and, you know, back to that point about it being, you know, pretty ultra simple at the end of the day. Like I, I don't know. I'm, I tend to underestimate the the worth or the value of things like that. But I, I finally did kind of wake up one day, not that long ago and sort of see the light that it is, it is time to put, um, something that's that's somewhat more reasonable um, of a price on it. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've picked a higher price. That's going to go into effect January 1st. It's still probably too low, um, but it's more than what it is today, so I'm happy with that.
1: I, I don't think you're too different than most people that make things, though. I mean, it's it's very difficult to assign a value to something that is actually a fair value when you are so inside this small circle that is just yourself and everything about it you know everything that's wrong with it you know everything that's right with it but at the same time we all tend to undervalue our own efforts so we're joking obviously about it being a stupid price but that's how these things generally go and back when you first started it and it was only you know an email thing that price made sense for just yeah. having a f- email forwarding, right? Like you wouldn't be like, it's fifty dollars a month to forward email. People would be like, "What the hell? I'm not doing that. That's insane." But then, as you started tacking on more and more stuff, it's like time to reassess, and that's, that's how we that's how we grow products. So I, I think that makes a lot of sense. So to be clear, today it's five dollars a year.
0: I told you it, was it just- is stupid. Everybody thought I was going to say <laughs> like per
1: week or something. No, a year. <laughs> but it sounds like we've convinced him to change the price as of uh january first twenty twenty three and if you would like to, you can share that new price unless that's still
3: under consideration no it's it's pretty much a done deal it's it's just going up to twenty dollars a year which which i get like I say that out loud, and I immediately hate it because it's like oh no it's 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 four times the current price, which seems ridiculous but I, st- I, I went out there the other day i I poked around I looked at similar services different Lincoln bio services and other little simple like build a fun web page kind of things and and they're all like 25 a month or or you know thirty dollars a month or premium for for dollars a month it's like what what's going on like are people even really paying that I don't believe people are actually paying that for any of these things but maybe I don't know but um, but no, i I think I'm definitely more fairly competitive, I guess, at, at this point. And I, I'd, I'd also like to think I have, you know, just a few more fun tools on the Swiss army knife than some of these other places have. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, ultimately people will pay what they think it's worth, I guess. And, and if, you know, hopefully people will, will find it worth that amount. Um, and if not, then, you know, I'll, I'll figure something out, I guess.
2: Sorry, I like the way that you said Swiss Army Knife because that was actually the term that was in my head to bring up because for people who are maybe less technically inclined or haven't used your service, when I first came across it, my question was, well, this looks cool, but I don't know what it is. And it's kind of hard to pin down because it actually does a lot of lovely little things really well that you might have to go to different places. It's this little web Swiss Army Knife that you keep adding utility to. So for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's like, well, you need to do forwarding here we go you want a web page do that so it's so nicely combined but you've now got this social element which i think is cool so there's the status log that was mentioned the web logs coming but then you've also got the irc and now this mastodon support so just steering the conversation that way a bit what was your thinking with the mastodon element and taking on this
0: responsibility of an instance
3: well, the the thinking <laughs> there wasn't as much thought into it as I, I probably should have put into it. Wait, we've got to work um, on
0: your messaging, Adam. Okay, <laughs> back
3: Very a-
1: <laughs> and you you can it's- speak to it pre a couple of days ago.
3: No, well, yeah, no, it's it's just brutal honesty is 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 what you get here. But no, I um I started looking into Mastodon about three months ago, and um I, at that point I was I was already kind of just done with Twitter. I I. Never really did Twitter very well in the first place, but I just felt less and less comfortable there, um, and I know other people were as well. Um, there was a lot going on then, nothing like what's going on now, but but there there was still quite a bit bubbling around um, in the Twitterverse back then, and I was just like, okay, I'm finished with this, but I wasn't quite finished with the idea of of having you know a space for nice people to kind of hang out and chirp small messages at each other um, and I, I was familiar with Mastodon I had an account on you know the like the original mothership instance uh, Mastodon.social played around with it a little bit um, and said you know I can I can give this a spin I'll try setting one of these things up and I did and it was pretty easy and it's um, I was like hey this is great like come on in folks let's just let's just hang out here if anybody wants to um, so yeah, kind of put it up there, got it stable, um, and open up the doors. Um, and so it's, it's there for Omgolol members to, to join. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's fun. <laughs> um, episode, what was the, what was the episode 41 that where Jason coined that name? So Jason, yeah. you, you have the, uh, the royalty checks for the Naming rights will be coming in the mail soon. I'm sure. I'm
1: I have so many checks that. that are supposedly in the mail from people. It's wild.
3: But um, but yeah. Fast forward to um, about a week ago, and um, the Fediverse um, got a little bit disrupted. Um, there was a disturbance in the in the force. Um, it just things went crazy. There was a a small exodus from Twitter. I mean, fortunately it was small. I mean, it was tens of thousands of people that not not to not to social not to my thing to be clear, but just to the 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 network of federated Mastodon compatible activity pub um, instances that that are out there. Um, and that activity has kind of put a drain a, a real strain on the whole federated network. Um, and there's a bunch of us that were kind of like bailing water out of our little instance boats and just trying to keep things afloat. Um, and, you know, my stuff went down, a bunch of other people's stuff went down. We figured out how to make it come back up. Um, it's It's been exciting. It's a huge learning opportunity to get into some of this stuff. You know, I didn't know the first thing about Rails applications before this. I didn't know the first thing about this other particular database implementation that this uses. And. I still don't know much about it, but I know more than I did.
2: I'd like to ask a question about running an instance like this as well, because I think it's really interesting that you said that you were kind of done with Twitter. I think Jason, you're not on Twitter anymore. Andrew is, I yeah, am. I think I left everyone has different about
1: five five years ago.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we all have differing experiences with it and uh, you know, some have experienced harm and others haven't, but you know. That's the way it is. Uh, I suppose one of the biggest criticisms that's leveled at any social network is the idea of not just de- not just developing new features technically, but moderating appropriately, making sure that you're creating an area that's safe and caring or welcoming for different people. Now, you've obviously left Twitter because you're dissatisfied with where it's going or where it is at the moment. But... Um, what is it like to think about the fact that you're now managing an instance where you're maybe having to moderate people? Because I know in our particular example, we have a Discord for Hemispheric Views, which you know we have a great kind of uh, audience slash community there. You're on it as well, Adam. And we fortunately haven't had to deal with any kind of horrible stuff there. People are very, you know, I don't want to say well-behaved, but welcoming and tolerant, right? Um, did you give much thought to or have you... Wrangled with the idea that you might be seen as the kind of moderator that people were critical of on Twitter, albeit in a decentralized sense.
3: Yeah, the the many many thoughts have crossed my mind about this. Um, the moderation is important. It's it's a it's a responsibility. It's not something that can be taken lightly. And and I, I did go into this with my eyes wide open. Um, mm. There's a lot of stuff I can I'll happily admit, like oh, I didn't think about that. Um, but this one, I, I knew that at the end of the day, there would have to be somebody responsible for this. It would be me. Um, I would have to make decisions and and take action and, you know, put real work and effort into keeping this community safe and healthy and vibrant. Um, and um, so, yeah, my sleeves are kind of perpetually rolled up. I'm ready to jump in and, and, and execute on that whenever needed. Um, in the past... Um, it's just been running for nearly four months now. The, the beginning was just you know a handful of people that were poking around at it, um, and it's just now starting to pick up a little bit. But um, over this entire time frame, um, there have only been just a handful of things that were reported. They were really easy to take care of, and none of them had anything to do with our members. They were reports that were made on on content that was federated, things that people were seeing on the federated timeline which kind of pulls in things from the broader, you know, network of Mastodon instances. Um, and so there's, you know, simple actions you can take to, to sort of fix those kinds of things. But um, yeah, no, knock on wood, hopefully kind of along the same lines as the Hemispheric Views Discord, I'm hoping that our um, actual social.lol instance, um, you know, the the local group of people, you um, are are you know well behaved and and that folks can kind of go with the flow and and uh, follow the you know the code of conduct that we have and uh, I'm not honestly really anticipating any issues there but ready to deal with them if they arise.
1: I think you have one key benefit that I don't think a lot of other instances have and I kind of tie this as a connection towards something like micro.blog, Blog where micro.blog Blog is very much in that same vein of generally. Everything's fine, people are friendly, and that and so forth, because there is a paid entry fee to be there. Mm. And social.lol mm. is different than every other instance I've ever dealt with in the fact that you don't just simply one does not just go to social.lol and sign up, you must first be a member of omg.lol, which then gets you entry into social.lol. So it is a little bit of a twist on your standard mastodon instances. And, and I, I don't have proof to this, but I have to imagine that at least helps a little bit with that moderation where somebody is not more than likely going to pay just to go somewhere to, to be an asshole. Like they're going to be like, well, there's all these free ones where I can do that. So I'll probably go do it there instead. So in a way, I feel like this paid entry is, is helpful for the instance that is uh social that low.
3: I, I agree. I think so. And even before, um, even before the Mastodon stuff, just, just the core Omgolol service itself was one that I, you know, I've been really lucky with, with just overall, the, the kinds of things that people are putting out there. Um, you know, people are building nice, fun pages. They're building fun, personal profile pages. They're, you know, occasionally building cutesy other things. And, and, um, It's very rare that someone will, you know, put something up that's, you know, like, oh, that's really not great. Um, And I'm uh, a 1000% sure that it's that small cover charge that that makes all the difference. Um, And it's a shame that it's like that. But That's, that's the world we live in.
1: I have to imagine, you know, we, obviously we gave you some crap about the low, low price, but even at $5 a year, that is enough of a hurdle to keep a lot of that crap off of there. So if you would have just been free out of the gate, I can only imagine how much stuff you would have had to dealt, how much of your development time would have gone towards moderation versus actually getting to build new cool stuff. And then when it actually picked up, oh, by the way, all the good usernames are gone. And then you're in that kind of mode as well. So I think the $5, in all, you know, kidding aside, really helped you get to here.
0: Is it feature request corner yet?
1: (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And then his video turns off. (laughs) Whoops.
2: This is still within business consultation mode, I oh, think. Absolutely. So. This is what I do Go for on. all
0: my clients. I think. have have you ever considered and there may be actually a really good reason why <laughs> you have considered and discarded this stupid idea. But have have you ever thought about having a either a directory of all the websites running on there? So you could others could get inspiration, kinda of like or some kind of randomizer web ring approach. Where rather than a directory, it's just click this and get shot off to a random Omgol site.
3: Yeah, I have I have thought of the first one. The second one's a really cool idea. I haven't thought of the second one. So you you get credit for that, Andrew. And All right, when, checks in the mail. When we do that, you'll you'll be getting your, your royalty checks as well. As soon as I hire that accounts payable person. Um, and the check printer
0: um, we don't do checks in, we don't do checks in Australia, mate It's just EFT okay, just electronic funds transfer <sighs> direct deposit, please <laughs> Wow okay
1: <laughs> do
0: you Actually, want to give I, your bank details while
1: topic. we're here just to, in
0: case anybody else wants to send you a transfer fourteen, day, 14 days net
2: <laughs> I also want to introduce a new recurring segment where Andrew says uh, business or financial related initialisms and acronyms and then explains what they yeah,
1: are: that's. And now I have to put notes on this. My browser history is a disaster because of notes, but go ahead.
3: And Andrew, is that is that no check thing, like like actual for real, like Australia policy? Or is that just practically speaking, nobody uses checks anymore? The latter. I was curious. I, I didn't know if that was like, a, like an actual thing where like if you brought a check to a bank, they'd laugh at you and <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to do anything with it. They or? would do that. This is Australia. So yes, oh, they wow. would
0: laugh at you. <laughs> oh, look. yeah, and they would also
2: laugh at your spelling, but that's—we don't mean to offend.
0: Welcome to the 1980s. <laughs> anyway,
3: but no, seriously, on the on the uh, feature front, yeah. So that topic has come up come up a couple of times, and I've sort of done an informal poll of like a small chunk of of the membership, uh, mostly in the form of of you know different chat things. Like before the IRC server, we hung out in Slack, and that was another service that I moved away from, um, before I set up the the IRC server. And back in the Slack days, I did ask folks about that. And my, my key question was, Hey, if we did something like this, would you expect to want to opt into discovery? Um, or would you be okay with, you know, your, your thing just kind of showing up on a list all of a sudden? And, um, and the reactions were kind of mixed. It was there wasn't a clear consensus. It, about half the folks were like, "Yeah, cool, whatever, just you know, my stuff's out there," and the other half were like, "No, I, I would be uncomfortable if if you know traffic was being driven to my page with something like that, and I didn't have an opportunity to you know opt into that." So um, that's as far as I got with that feature. Was just kind of realizing like, oh, I don't really know what to do with that. Um, but there probably will be um, an opt-in kind of approach to that and some kind of directory or listing. And then obviously once that once that's up and running, like the I'm feeling lucky button or whatever the equivalent would be um, for Omgolol, um I'm feeling lolish, I don't know. Uh, you'd, you'd be able to click on that and, and get to something. Another thing I've wanted to do for a while is just make my own list of of the, my favorite pages that I've seen people make, there are some really great ones out there and I haven't done a very good job of sharing them. Um, some folks have done some truly creative stuff, a lot of fun retro stuff, a lot of like web 1.0 stuff. Um, there's some real gems hiding out there and I need to get a, like a really bright light shining on them. Um, so I appreciate you bringing that up, Andrew, cause I, I need to like dust that off and, I'm not really like tracking that feature anywhere right now, but I need to I need to start doing that.
2: I think opt-in would be a good way to do it because it kind of reminds me of, you know, the uh the now page movement. Just a way of discovering. And yeah, if you just have a little tick box or check box, that that would take care What's of it. It's a now
1: page movement.
0: It's Derek Sievers.
2: Yeah, so if you It's just a way of kind of bridging the gap or creating a little network of blogs for people to discover each other. And you just add a page to your blog that says now and what you're doing at the moment, project-wise or leisurely in your life. And if you submit it, uh, you can then discover what other people are up to now and then by extension stuff on their blog. Much
0: like a uh, status log on Omglo. Hmm. There you go. (laughs) Which is so good. I love that thing. I know the hardest thing is remembering to update it, right?
3: Yeah, I'm guilty of that myself. But yeah, somebody asked me the other day, like, hey, when am, when am I gonna be able to like other people's statuses? When am I ever gonna be able to reply? Oh boy. Like, You're not. Like <laughs> this is not a social feature at all. It's deliberately not social. It is it is a one way, like, here's what I'm doing, here's the what I just ate for lunch. Um, and it just goes out into the into the ether.
0: And the best bit about that is you're using those um, emoji that Microsoft teased us with. And they said that this was going to be the new look Microsoft emoji. And then they gave us a, that hot garbage instead. You have actually, t- <laughs> I don't know what you did. Did you just steal them from their demo website or something? But it's, uh, they, they look amazing.
3: It was, um, actually, the status log was born like three days after Microsoft um, put all of those fluent emoji assets on GitHub they uh. they put them out there. They open source them all, and um, and I was looking at them, and I was like, okay, these are so awesome. These are a lot of fun. Love these. Um, and then it just kind of intersected with with that other like random thought on like what would be the most minimal sort of like totally minimal like I don't even want to call it blogging. Like I, I you can't legitimately call it a blog, but like one sentence, one statement about you know, what's going on. And uh, and that's where status.lol was born. And the uh, the fluent emoji having just came out, it was it was like a match made in heaven. It's like, okay, yeah, this, this is what's gonna go on this. This is how this is gonna look. And I, I really love it. I think it looks great.
1: So because Microsoft is so huge, one of two things happened, right? Either some super dumb non-event, manager axed it for no reason kind of thing and it was just killed or there's some wild story about what happened with that. Right. Because I don't understand how something that looks so good got shoved aside for what they ended up with. Unless if I'm just don't know the story, but it just seems wild that you'd go through all of that design and iterations and they're all finished. It's not as even like they're in like a half done state And then you go above and beyond and then open source release them like what how does that happen does anybody have any idea
3: i suspect that it was a timing issue i think they had to get something out Um, they had to get something into windows 10 windows 11 was coming out at the time they had to get rolling with something and i don't think they were finished with I, i i have no evidence to back this up it's just speculation on my part I just don't think they were actually finished with all the assets. And even now, um, the Fluent Emoji set that they put out there is like Unicode 13.1 or something. I can't remember the exact thing, but it's it's behind a couple versions. So there's, there's certain emoji that um, that you won't find in that set. Um, ask me how I know. I get the emails that are like, how come I can't do the spinning head emoji or the vanishing emoji? or?"
1: Do you know if people are actively contributing back to this since it's in GitHub? Like can people
3: that can do art try to know? No, I think it's in GitHub um specifically as like a, you know, hey, come and get it world. Like but they're not taking pull requests on new art. Um they're they're sticking kind of to their to their thing, uh, mm. which is fine. It's you know, they can do whatever they want. Um, but I do get the sense that that they're working on it. I do think they're going to be adding more assets. I do think they're going to get more stuff out there. Um, and yeah, Andrew, it seems like they are being selective about how these things are rolling out. So I don't know if you use Teams at all. Um, oh. I do in my <gasps> own job. And the, the nice, like, full 3D fluent emoji and even the animated versions, which are really cool, they have shown up in Teams. Um, so they are seeing the light of day in the context of of certain Microsoft apps they're just not like omnipresent in like windows as everybody thought they would be
1: it feels like a good competitive thing to do to have that set be f- front and center and let everyone use them for whatever so people start using those in their own projects because I think you know everybody uses default Apple emoji for everything right like if there's an emoji in something somebody creates it's an Apple emoji because they tend to look the best but if you sort of put these out there as like hey everybody use these for whatever it's almost like a kind of veiled way of saying hey look at Microsoft stuff instead <laughs> I, I feel like that might be a good approach for them um who wants to talk about ferrite 3.0
2: ferrite 3.0 this is something that we discovered on our favorite social network twitter so thank you uh for um for anyone who isn't aware of the app or hasn't used it before or heard our mentions of it ferrite recording studio not a sponsor just beloved app uh is really the basis for editing and production for this show it's Uh, made by Wooji Juice. Great name. Always (laughs) loved it. And essentially, they're coming out with a new version. And you're probably thinking, well, why are you mentioning this? Why does it help or mean anything to me? Well, Jason is show notes master. Andrew and I take turns alternating to edit the show. And Ferrite is the app that makes Hemispheric Views possible. Yes, we could use other applications. There's GarageBand Logic. There's Audacity, all these. Have you guys heard of Hindenburg?
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Hindenburg was interesting. I think Andrew hated me that week. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Ferrite Recording Studio. I just want to put a little shout out to it. There's a new version that's coming out with enhanced organizational tools and you know, goodness knows what else. For, you know, what other features? We'll wait for them to announce more of that. But I just want to give a shout out for this app and just say how absolutely enjoyable it is to use, how integral it's been to the Hemispheric Views experience as a producer. And I can tell you that in the other podcasts that I do for my you know, just solo projects, uni, even for my paid employer, I use Ferret Recording Studio. And I think, Andrew, you can add your own thoughts, obviously, but it is such a pleasure to use because it, you know, you can do it with an iPad and an Apple Pencil. I find that it's a kind of work away from work. It's a hobbyist work. It feels almost like you're being an artist on this magical pane of glass moving audio around. So, yeah, it's Kind of been a life-changing application for me. And if anyone out there is thinking about starting a podcast or just editing spoken word audio, on a, even on a casual kind of quick basis, it's worth that little investment. And it's so exciting to see this kind of active development and addition of features. So shout out to Wooji Juice for their wonderful work. Very excited. Two questions.
1: First question for Martin. Hmm. Uh, is this an application you use to edit really specific stories at rsspod.net?
2: Thanks for the plug. Yes, it is.
1: Oh, good to know. And then second question for Andrew. Um, is this an application you find useful in editing the NBL Pocket Podcast? No. Okay, that, that didn't work. Okay. Because well, you heard it here. If you want to hear something edited by Ferrite, you're going to want... Really specific stories and not (laughs) NBL Pocket Podcast.
0: We fly by the seat of our pants on that podcast. That thing is live, virtually live to tape. I just want to say with Farrah, the one thing I'll I'll say is that if I didn't have this app, I would feel like I wasted my money on an Apple Pencil because it's the only thing I really use my pencil Mm -hmm. for. Um, But the, uh, the, the sensation of, like Martin said, grabbing a waveform and kind of manipulating it with that pen pencil it's sublime compared to using it on a computer like you've got a bigger screen on a computer and you've got that but you've got to memorize keyboard shortcuts and you feel like you're you're distanced from the thing that you're trying to do and if you don't remember the million to mm-hmm. keyboard shortcuts you it just feels really inefficient um whereas fair art, you feel like you're making positive progress at all times
2: You feel like an artist. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's like, I'm directly manipulating something to make a product. It's
3: wonderful. I I do have a question though, Martin and Andrew, do you, you you both make this sound like so much. I was just looking it up and I've never had to edit um, a podcast, but you kind of make me want to now um, with with that description. By all means. (laughs) And I have an Apple pencil right here that I don't use, um, but uh, I, I have to ask, like, do you all fight over who gets to edit this show? I mean, it, like, as much fun as it is to use this. App. <laughs> I run away
1: as fast as possible.
3: Let,
0: let, let me answer this, this in a roundabout way. The idea in originally was let's do a th- three you know, three people, three edits. Jason, Jason went so far as to purchase, because Jason's answer to everything is just throw money at it, right? So Jason purchased, what, Logic? <laughs> was it Logic or yes. the other one? Yeah, Logic. Yeah, Logic, yep. Um, sat down. And the big guns. And edited one show, and I think it took him, oh, gosh, what? Like four? six hours. <laughs> I thought I was going to say four days.
1: It is well, it is time consuming.
2: It consumed. is
0: time consuming. Now, six hours, that, that's longer than what it takes me, but it probably takes me... Still a couple of hours at least. And it feel, sometimes it feels longer than that. Maybe it's three. I don't know. Haven't done the stopwatch recently. Three is the yeah, average. It takes a long time. But yeah, like Martin said, it's kind of almost almost therapeutic and it doesn't feel like you're working. But yeah, so Jason, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question at all. I mainly just want to take the piss out of Jason for uh, not contributing to the editing. I think if he had a crack with ferrite, I think it would be a different experience. I think Jason went down the logic route and I think he, I think it it, it, it was overwhelming too many, too many buttons.
1: We've got such a good system running now though. I don't really want to,
0: <laughs> well, I don't want to do show you know? notes. So I think, you know, we'll you don't probably... want to mess with perfection. You know, you just don't. But if you want to, Adam, mate, if you want to have a crack at editing, we'll send you the files. And uh... <laughs> First time we've had a guest edit the show. By the way, thanks
1: for being here. And here's the files. Let I want it on
0: my time. desk by
1: 5 p.m. Monday.
2: There's business Andrew again. Um, look, what I'd say is like like any kind of work, and you know this with OMG.lol, Adam, it's a kind of passion that you have, but it's probably exhausting, right? And that same goes for this podcast. We do it because we love it whether it's show notes from Jason or editing from me and Andrew, uh, we you know put a lot of effort into it and it can be tiring. And I can tell you that you know with a full-time job and you know family and uni commitments and stuff, uh, it ends up happening late at night. And if you look at some of the screenshots in the ferrite timeline, uh, things that we put in the show notes, you will sometimes see something after midnight because that's just the way it goes. And that's not a complaint. It's just when you can put it, uh, and fit it into your day. So what I'd say to anyone, whether it's you, Adam, or someone listening who's thinking about doing a podcast, the start that I had was actually using micro.blog on my Feldnote site with the podcast of the same name. And the beauty of the micro.blog platform is that it encourages you to do microcasts if you use the Wavelength app within 20 minutes. And that's a great thing to do because if you keep it to a microcast length, if you do something which is really just throw it out there, make it quick, Editing will be more pleasurable. It's going to be a more fun, quicker experience. Whereas what we're doing, we try to keep things to an average of 45 minutes unless we have a larger thing or with a guest. But uh, with that comes more work. So what I'd say is give it a go, but um, you don't have to shoot for, you know, the longest thing. Quick is often best.
0: What makes me laugh is Martin says, you know, we do this show because of the passion and it's something that drives us. Speak for yourself, Martin. You know what drives me? What drives you? One Prime Plus, baby. <laughs> that sweet Patreon cash. <laughs> Andrew spells passion as C A S H. I- and I want to give a special shout out to new One Prime Plus member. Oneprimeplus.com. Mandaris. 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 Mandaris? Mandaris that's tough every time we
1: have a new person we've never actually heard them say their name so we always just sort of guess and then usually
0: butcher it i know so thank you for your contribution to our cost base um and my <laughs> future retirement base. really you keep paying i'll keep producing shows that's really what it comes not, down to not with your current exchange rate it's been a while. <laughs> actually that is a fair or p- hey, well, does it work better for- no it's better no it's better for us yeah, Is it? yeah, yeah, pay us US dollars. We love it. We love oh, right, right, we love right. receiving yeah, those US dollars. Don't like don't like it. don't like like subscription services like you know Omgolol's that put their price up and it goes from <laughs> a reasonable eight dollars Australian to a less reasonable seven thousand four hundred and ninety two dollars. True. Yeah. That's it's not all your fault. Current guess fluctuations.
1: I would like to end with one more thing, if I could, and I would like to say along that line If anyone is listening and does not already have an omgalol or omg.lol, as it is typed out, and you want one, write us at hello at hemisphericviews.com, and I will personally buy you one by the end of the year. Now, by the end of January. Let's say that. By the end of January 2023, write us. I will buy you an omg.lol for one year to kick you off and get you going Down the Path of Happiness. Hey, guy. Adam, anything you would like to uh, toss in here before we disconnect all of the cables between our homes?
3: No, no. This was fun. I really appreciate you having me back again. No, it's wonderful. I I appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Every year, we do this every year. It's a tradition now. (laughs) Neat-vember. Neat-vember. It is a thing. So we will should we just like a dentist appointment should we just schedule them in now for like a year from now? i was like how about uh yeah october 4th how's that you're like that's a year i don't know i sure so it looks like it'll be around november are we doing the goodie bag
2: that comes with the toothbrush you don't need
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah and the toothpaste that's the flavor that is no
2: good at all in a tiny travel pack, it's like that's not the flavor I'm used no. to. What are you doing?
1: Now I'm gonna travel. It's gonna be weird. It's already weird. Now it's really weird. Um, November ninth or tenth is probably when that'll be, Adam. So if you want to go ahead, and do you do you need the little uh, magnet with the little tooth magnet? We could write that on there. I'll send that down to you. Don't worry, it's on its way.
2: Also, do you have your private health insurance card with you?
3: <laughs> At all times
1: this martin this is the u.s we it's a bio, we have to have it on us
0: oh i forgot that in australia it's like oh, i left it at home that's all right. Damn it's on it. the dark web now in australia you could just grab it from there <laughs> that's true
3: if we don't carry ours they'll leave us dying in a ditch exactly that's that's literally the law yeah
1: that's a great
2: slogan for the whole country that's great <laughs> it's,
1: well i know that's staying in now because that came from the south uh <laughs> adam thank you so much once again, omg.lol for all of your needs today and tomorrow. Andrew Martin, anything?
0: Yeah, can I ask else from for, you? Uh, there is one little thing I want. To, yeah, you have to humor me here. I want us on, on three. As always, on three as a, as a crew. Oh, I want no, he's us, all. Make us Sing again? No, I'm not going to make you sing. I'm not doing singing okay. this time. Oh, but I want us God. to all give a good like like in a basketball huddle. Three, two, oh, one. Crap. And then I want us to all say at the same time. Do, do we right. have to do the hand Seeking thing across the too? Or you go to do the hand thing. Do, hand in, do yep. you have to do the hand thing? Yep. Okay. Ready? And hands then is it, is it three,
1: two, one. Martin, could you just screenshot then do this?
0: It? Screenshot the hands, Martin.
1: Oh, you're way ahead of me. I was doing I'm that. I'm still waiting on
2: I can't rules. see your hand.
0: Is it three, okay. two, one, go? Three, two three, two, one, Three, two, one. And then, oh, then omgalol Three, two, one. Three, um, two,
1: one. Okay. So then like, do you start it because you're like the coach or something? Yeah, yeah. Or, I'm, yeah, I'm going to count you in. Don't worry. You don't even have a clipboard. How would I know? Is, is, um, is, is my the hand up up I, I think it's down. down?
2: Up. No, up. I think it's down. too. I'm I'm the hand blood blood is down. I'm, not, I'm losing blood up. holding this hand up.
0: Okay. okay. Up. Southern Hemisphere, go up. Northern Hemisphere, you can go down. Okay. okay. Three, two, <laughs> one. I'm um, go. Oh, oh see, so you did it wrong. I thought it was going to be three, two, one, then go. Can we do this again? Yeah, we have to. You did it wrong. Come on, hands in. Come on, team. <laughs> I thought you were
1: like yeah, hands in. Media at the games. Don't you know? Hands visible. hands visible, everyone. Hands visible Jason. Jason. your hand. It's,
0: it's, it's, I'm here. I got two hands. You only need one. Put the other one down. Don't confuse it. Okay, three, two, one. Omgol. Omgol.
1: Omg. 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 Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Good job, everybody.
2: Man. All right, I got some ridiculous screenshots. Now get out there it. and... Check the show notes, awesome everyone. some
0: points. <laughs> well, Adam, I hope your sales pitch goes better than that little effort. Oh, gosh. Thank you.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I, now I'm going to count us down to stop recording. All That's right. the next key piece of information. Oh, yeah,
0: you'll get this count right. I doubt about that. It's just my count. Right. All
1: right. <laughs> Three... 2 1 stop I'm going-